uh, I'm trying to watch a TV show, not also read. Um, <laughs> just, Learning. you know, yeah, it's way too hard for me. Oh, uh, you're in trouble now. Why? 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 Welcome back to IMDb is Obsessed. I'm senior producer Alex Logan, and I'm joined by TV writer Gina Ippolito. Hey, Gina. Hi, Alex. All right. So before we look ahead to our most anticipated streaming TV shows premiering this fall, let's talk about what's been burning up your watch list lately. What show do you need to binge ASAP? Well, the new season of Harley Quinn just dropped, so I am mm-hmm. all over that. I have not gotten a chance to watch it yet. I also jumped on the bear train and just <sighs> like within the last couple of days binged the whole thing worth the hype that I've been seeing on Twitter, I will say. Well, you stole my answer. The bear is what I need. I've I've seen nothing but bear memes on Twitter, and I'm so far behind. I figured you'd say Sandman, which is premiering today, and I know that you are jumping on that as soon as possible. You've been rereading them all, right? Oh, yeah. The show has gotten shuffled to the background, actually, because I've been enjoying rereading all the comics so much. But yes, you are correct. Tonight, my night will be spent with the Sandman. I hope it lives up to your reread. I'm sure it will. I've heard nothing but cool things about it. All right, so this is our eight most anticipated shows that premiere this fall, and we'll have you streaming well into 2023. These series are all new, and there are personal picks in order of premiere. So let's start it off. Gina, tell us about our first one, House of the Dragon. I'm very excited about this one. House of the Dragon premieres on HBO August 21st. The story of the House Targaryen set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. I watched the pilot and I loved it. I can't say any more about it than that, but we will have some content coming out soon from a junket that I did with the cast. Very fun. And I'm really looking forward to this one. What about you, Alex? I'm interested and I heard how much of a success the junket went. Just hearing them say that you gave them the proper giggles (laughs) has uh, made me very intrigued. I am not the hugest fantasy fan. In general, um, Mm -hmm. I watched Game of Thrones. I wasn't obsessed with Game of Thrones. And anytime somebody told me, well, you got to read the books to get into it. That is the (laughs) moment I turn off and say, no, thank you. Uh, I'm trying to watch a TV show, not also read. Um, Just, you know, yeah, it's way too hard for me. But no, I'm I'm interested in this. I think the trailers are really good. And I heard that there are dozens of dragons involved in this already. Mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it really made you wait for the dragons on Game of Thrones. But this is a time of dragons. Yeah, I do think that the dragons were what everyone wanted from Game of Thrones. And yeah, the trailer for this promises many dragons. I actually just ordered the book because I am one of those nerds that likes to watch and learn. Well, all right, that's fine. (laughs) I mean, it's got so much to live up to as well because there were so many spinoffs attempted for Game of Thrones. And this is the one that rose to the top and is actually getting released, right? Like, I, I think there might be another prequel plan somewhere, but this is the one that made it through all those revisions, all those reshoots. And I mean, they've got to have something here, right? They wouldn't just release something they're not they're not excited about after killing some of the other really cool sounding <laughs> pre or prequel shows and spinoff shows that they were working on. Yeah, they threw all the potential spinoffs in a coliseum and let them fight to the death. <laughs> and this was the survivor. Well, this one had dragons, so I can see why it won. <laughs> All right, let's head on to our next one. Gina, also, this is another one of your picks, The Patient on Hulu. 
Yeah, this one comes out August 30th. This is about a psychotherapist who recently lost his wife. He finds himself held prisoner by a serial killer with an unusual request to curb his homicidal urges. And it stars Donald Gleason and Steve Carell. It's also written and executive produced by Joseph Weisberg and Joel Fields, who created The Americans, which very much love series. And the trailer for this gave me chills. Like, I was very into it. I love serious Steve Carell. I mean, I love funny Steve Carell, too. But yeah. anytime he does one of these turns, I'm like, look at that man in his depth. <laughs> <laughs> look at his very serious beard that he brings to these kinds of performances as well. Yeah, he looks like a therapist. He's got a beard. He's got glasses. I assume he's got a tweed jacket with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> patches on the arm. Uh, exactly, the yeah. exactly. And he's very sad. That's what was always connecting all the serious Carell performances are, you know, a very <laughs> deep melancholy. I I mean, I agree. This looks great. I'm always more in favor of miniseries as well. Uh-huh. Just the investment of a, you know, a full series that may go seasons and seasons. This seems like a one and done unless, you know, Steve Carell's doctor character has a lot of these bad, bad patients <laughs> who hold him hostage and demand that they, uh, you know, make him stop wanting to be a serial killer. But I don't know. A second season might be a really interesting approach for this. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It starts with him just being like, I must be the unluckiest man on earth. <laughs> You're wondering uh, how I got here. <laughs> you know, I have still not watched The Americans. Yes. Feel free to tweet me angry things. I <laughs> watched an episode here or there, and I loved each individual episode so much that I knew I needed to devote a lot of time to the actual series, and I haven't gotten around to it, but everyone loves that series so much, so I'm looking forward to this one because I think that these guys will do another stellar job. Yeah, absolutely. And at Gina Ippy, if you want to yell at her about not watching The Americans, get in there. (laughs) All right. This next one is mine. It comes out September 1st, and it's Pantheon on AMC+. This is an animated sci-fi drama, and it's a young woman begins receiving messages from a stranger, soon revealed to be her recently deceased father, David, whose consciousness has been uploaded to the cloud following an experimental destructive brain scan. I really like these kinds of sci-fi stories. It seems a really, you know, kind of out there futuristic tale. I like the idea of transhumanism, being able to put your brain in a computer. So this one definitely has my attention and that it is this animated, dreamy, kind of uh, almost like anime style uh, sci-fi. I think they can go into some really crazy realms and get fully into a brain getting on a computer kind of concept. The cast also sounds really great. Daniel Day Kim, Paul Dano, Rosemary DeWitt, Aaron Eckhart, Taylor Schilling. I think this one sounds really cool and really out there and unlike anything else on our list. Yeah, I hadn't heard much about this and I really dug the trailer for it. I love a spooky animated series. Like, you know, the the trailer has this moment of like, what's going on? Oh, there's some shady stuff going on here. I highly recommend watching the trailer because I was just immediately on board. And it reminds me of this really silly 90s uh, serial killer movie that I loved and was terrified of when I was a kid (laughs) called Ghost in the Machine. Where Do you remember that one where the serial killer gets his brain uploaded into (laughs) broadly the internet when he dies during a uh, cat scan I believe they were much more going in the horror (laughs) direction I would like to see going in the metaphysical like you know kind of what is humanity direction that this this series is promising and like what does it mean to put your brain on the internet 
Yeah, I think in the early days of the internet, a lot of movies were like, hey, could we work with this? Like the <laughs> ending of Lawnmower Man, not to spoil the ending of Lawnmower Man for all you fans out there. Please but don't. When, when it's clear that he's been been uploaded and all the phones start ringing and you're like, oh, a bad guy is in the internet. <laughs> what what does that mean? And then, you know, half the audience was like, what's this internet thing? Oh, yeah. It's like the fantastic Sandra Bullock <laughs> drama, The Net, where she was able to order a pizza on the internet and the whole world went wild. I mean, that was the first time we'd seen anything like that. And how could she do it? It's incredible. <laughs> But yeah, this picks up, you know, a a more futuristic uh, time period than The Net or Ghost in the Machine or Lawnmower Man. They can't (laughs) wait to see what they do with those ideas. So this next one is highly anticipated. Several uh, trailers have already come out for it. It's Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power on Prime Video, September 2nd. This is set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new, confront the long-feared reemergence of evil to Middle-earth. I watched the newest trailer for this, and I gotta say, I think I might need to do a full rewatch of all of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies before this drops, because there are a ton of references and Easter eggs for fans of those. It looks like you'll still be able to get into it if you haven't seen them, But there is a lot of stuff about Sauron rising and, you know, the humans coming together with the fairies, coming together with the elves to stop him. And that's all laid down in the Lord of the Rings movie. So, yeah, I think I might this might have to be my next rewatch. Are you telling me then I'm also going to have to read books to understand this show? (laughs) (sighs) No, all the books. It it looks great. I'm actually going to go into it colder than that because I did see all the movies when they came out. Again, fantasy is not my favorite, but the show, just the epic scope of it and that Hall H presentation that they did at San Diego Comic-Con where they brought in a live orchestra on stage and, and you know played the opening music. It was all really epic. We also had this cast on the IMD boat at San Diego Comic-Con and they're super charming and interesting and I just loved hearing Ismael Cruz Cordova. He plays an elf in it. He was talking about crying the first time that he ever saw his elf ears and like what it meant to him and just the passion that they all brought to it. I'm kind of on board for that because, you know, like I said, fantasy may not pull me in, but just the passion of this cast and how excited they were. I was really, really on board with that and just want to see what they bring to it. Now I'm picturing him going grocery shopping with his with his ears <laughs> on, going to a doctor's appointment because he's just so delighted that he has them. And he's like, I'm going to get some use out of these ears. Single tear rolling down his cheek the whole time, just out of pure beauty and happiness for being an elf <laughs> in this world. <laughs> I got to say, when we talked to them on the IMDb boat, Brett, our producer here at IMDb, asked them, what is one movie to rule them all? And this cast had such amazing cinephile deep nerd answers that I love. Yeah, Benjamin Walker, who plays the High King character in this, just went off on Parasite and how deeply it affected him. And just I talked for several minutes about how much he loves that movie. And again, I just like I was taken by their passion. I'm really interested in these actors. and I want to see what uh, they bring to this, you know, ancient, ancient Middle Earth. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
All right, so this next one, I'm very excited about. This is my pick. On September 11th, American Gigolo premieres on Showtime. Now, this is a sequel to the old movie from 1980 with Richard Gere. And the IMDb description of this, Julian Kay is released from prison after serving 15 years on a wrongful conviction. He struggles to find his footing in the modern-day Los Angeles sex industry and attempts to reconnect with his one true love, Michelle. I am really interested in this. Richard Gere, as I said, was the original character that played the role in the Paul Schrader film from 1980. It's now John Bernthal taking over the reins as this character is this like updated version of it. And it just has such an interesting cast. I mean, John Bernthal, Gretchen Maul, Rosie O'Donnell, Wayne Brady as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's from the Ray Donovan showrunner, David Hollander. I don't know what they're going to do with this, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I I will say I never saw the original. Oh, Gina. Uh, I know, I know, oh, I know. Oh, okay, <laughs> again, at Gina Ippy, angry tweets, send them to me. I don't know why, it's just sort of a blind spot of mine, but John Bernthal Wants Revenge is one of my favorite genres of TV series. So I will be watching this. He's amazing in this trailer from the second that the music starts and he's putting on those American gigolo clothes. I was like, mm. yep, I'm in. And then Wayne Brady shows up and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but give it to me. <laughs> yeah. You, and watch the original. Paul Schrader is incredible. The soundtrack of the original is so good. That's where Blondie's Call Me originated. Uh, oh, it was written uh-huh. for that movie. Giorgio Moroder wrote that. And it's just such a awesome 80s movie on every respect. And I'm, I'm interested to see how they update it. I, I don't really know if you can. Schrader has already been vocally against them trying to update it and do this. Mm. So he is not involved. But that doesn't mean that these filmmakers and these actors, I mean, John Bernthal especially, can't do something interesting with it and, and bring it to a new generation. Is there a fantasy book series I can read in tandem with American (laughs) Gigolo? Because if not, then I don't know what to tell you. So up next, we have another fantasy series. This is Andor on Disney Plus on September 21st. This is a prequel series to Rogue One, a Star Wars story. In an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue, Cassie and Andor will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. You know, I heard that this was being made. I got to admit, at first I thought it was Endor, and I thought we were getting the Ewok prequel that we all (laughs) know we deserve. We have multiple Ewok movies, and they're fantastic, and they were a large part of my childhood. Uh, (laughs) There's never enough, never enough Ewok (laughs) content out there. But this is another trailer that looks amazing. Yeah. It actually recently dropped, and I was worried that I would experience a little bit of Star Wars series burnout because I've been watching all of them in real time as they drop. And the trailer just blew me away. And I was like, yep, no burnout for me. I'm watching this. (laughs) Well, also, I've got to out myself because I guess I do like fantasy. I like Star Wars fantasy. So if it has (laughs) laser guns and lightsabers, I'm on board. And I'm very, very excited about this one. I got to screen a few episodes. I can't say much about it. But what I did really enjoy about it is it gets into the empire in the kind of like minutia and officiousness that that is there uh, just kind of like how much of a corporate job it can be as well as being a spy thriller as they've advertised throughout it but it, it gave me these like Terry Gilliam's Brazil or the Coen Brothers burn after reading vibes that I like did not expect mm. at all took in a different direction and I'm on board I've seen four of 12 and I, I am very excited to see the other eight 
And I love yeah. Diego Luna as well, who's coming back to this Cassian Andor character. You know, we know where he ends up at the end of Rogue One. Kind of interesting to think, like, what else can they do with him doing a prequel series going back in time? But they've actually got a lot more to dig into with the character. Yeah, and he was one of those characters that I wanted more of in yeah. Rogue One. So I'm very excited about this. Anytime you have Diego Luna in something, if you're not using him for all two hours, I'm, I am I want as much Diego Luna as I want of Ewok content. A lot. <laughs> All right, well, this is far from the fantasy realm, but one that I'm excited for. Tulsa King on Paramount Plus, premiering November 13th. This is Sylvester Stallone coming to television. He's starring as a mobster tasked with setting up his family's criminal operation in Tulsa, Oklahoma, after spending 25 years in prison. This is another project from Taylor Sheridan. He's got Yellowstone. He created 1883, the spinoff. Uh, he also wrote Hell or High Water, Sicario, Wind River. This guy is super busy, and here's another one of his shows that's coming out and starring a huge movie star who hasn't really made a TV <laughs> crossover. So I'm really interested to see what what this is going to be. And there's only a, you know, a brief teaser out so far, but... It's classic tough guy Stallone being, you know, a mafioso tough guy, but kind of with the culture clash of being in Oklahoma, which uh, I don't know. It's like I have a little My Cousin Vinny, but, uh, you know, from the very serious, very uh, dramatic mind of the guy who wrote Yellowstone and Hell or High Water. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm on board. Yeah, I think I think Taylor Sheridan probably never sleeps. Uh, yeah. he, it seems he's he's got a he's got a new series out every every week, it seems. I don't think I'm the target audience for Taylor Sheridan shows because oh, no. I haven't seen any of those that you just listed. <laughs> oh, really? Watch some of his films. Wind River, Hell or High Water, very good. And and not yeah. the commitment of, of you know, five seasons of Yellowstone or uh, where it is now. I've heard great things and I've heard great things about Yellowstone. I've just never, never gotten into any of those. But I love Stallone <laughs> and yeah. I love mafia content. I, listen. I'm Italian. I'm a stereotype. Give me all the mafia content. I want to see it. I want to laugh at their accents and see who reminds me of my various cousins. Well, and <laughs> what you're going to love even more is that Terrence Winter is the other creative mind on this uh, executive producer of both Boardwalk Empire and The Sopranos. So it is going to be very mafioso for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Give yeah, it to me. <laughs> for sure. Okay, so up next, we've got one that I am probably the most excited about, which is Willow on Disney+. Plus. This is coming November 30th. An unlikely group of heroes set off on a dangerous quest to places far beyond their home where they must face their inner demons and come together to save their world. The original Willow movie is one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Really? I... Uh, yeah, I just I love it. It's sort of a go to anytime I can't think of something to watch. I'm just like, well, I'll just watch Willow again for the 90th <laughs> time. In 2018, I wrote on the revival of Murphy Brown and I relocated to New York for five months while I wrote on it. And I brought one DVD and it was Willow. I have been looking forward to this. Every time I watch the trailer, it makes me cry. It's got familiar wow. faces back. And I actually was just reading that they said Val Kilmer's character of Mad Mardigan from the original 
will be a big, important character. So I don't know in what way they mean. They sort of teased it, but Joanne Wally is back. Warwick Davis obviously is back. I think I even spotted one or two other familiar faces in the trailer that there may be saving surprises. But as soon as that Willow music started, I I started to get choked up a little bit. What about you, Alex? I'm excited for it. Uh, I'll be honest, when I saw Willow as a as a kid, when it first came out, it terrified me. I was <laughs> so scared of it. No. I, it, it was yeah. It's 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 uh, the creatures and monsters uh, in the, uh, oh, the yeah. yeah. So it's one that scarred me, but I've always been fascinated <laughs> with. I am ready to uh, let go of those fears and watch it earnestly for the first time. So I'm probably going to watch it when the series premieres and get back into this world. I'm also really excited to see Aaron Kellyman in it, an actress I really really like. She's been in all the Disney stuff lately. I'm hoping that they've been saving up like the really good part for her here as this knight in training in Willow. She's a great actress. I'm excited to see what she does in this. Okay, so those are all the new shows that we're excited about coming in the fall. But there are also some returning favorites that we're pretty excited about. So there's season five of Cobra Kai on Netflix. Also season five of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Season two of Abbott Elementary. I watched all of season one and it was great. Another Star Wars, The Bad Batch. That's season two on Disney+. Plus. The Walking Dead, final six episodes, AMC+. Plus. See how it all ends, guys. And another show we were just talking about, Yellowstone, season five on Paramount+. Plus. So you got four to catch up on. Oof, I can do it. I can do it. I believe I believe in me between my rereads and rewatches. We hope this helped you find some great things to watch this fall. Gina and I will be taking a break and there won't be a new episode next week. In the meantime, you can always find personalized watch recommendations on the IMDb What to Watch app on Fire TV. It lets you play games with friends and family to decide what to watch. You can also search what to watch on the IMDb watch bar anytime to find our latest suggestions. Thank you so much for listening. Gina, you got to tell me, what are you most excited for of this top eight? I'm going Willow. I thought you might. I'm going American Gigolo. So Mm. maybe Mm -hmm. next time we speak, we'll see who was right and which show was the best. It's going to be me. It's American Gigolo. See you later, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.